Okay, what's going on, Brandon? How are you? Yeah. Uh, is, is this the intro? <laughs> this is the intro. <laughs> this is the intro. I, I was about to say, I've done the intro plenty of times the past few episodes, so I, I'm all introed out. <laughs> yeah. We're done. So we're done. I, so I'm glad that this is the intro. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? We're playing it. We're going kind of more laid back today. We didn't really plan like a formal episode, but we've got a few uh, EV news stories to talk about, as well as a personal story from me. Uh, if we want to start with that, if you're interested. Yeah, I, I love personal stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> Not too personal stories, just personal no. stories. No, yeah. <laughs> um, Keep it professional. No. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so as you know, I work work in the EV industry, so I was out testing some chargers today. So we, we have to, once a station is installed in the ground, we've got to get it commissioned like on our network to make sure it works. So... I have to usually go out to the site or we have somebody go out to the site with an EV so that we can plug it in, basically make sure it's connected to our back end and like charging and all that stuff. So I, uh, the contractor we were working with has not been good. <laughs> so, oh, no, <laughs> um, I, I basically said like, I'll go out to the site, like I'll finish doing everything. All that needed to be done was turn power on, on the site and like basically commission the stations, get them all up and running. So I go out there, turn power on on the site. This was yesterday. Turn power on at the site. All the stations light up, so they're on, but they're not visible on our back end. So okay. I got them. I got it. They weren't even loaded in there. So I like loaded them in our system, got them all, got them all in there, and they still weren't communicating after we had loaded them in. So I'm like, okay, what's what's next? I reach out to some of our teams to figure out what's going on. They're like, oh, we don't have the SIM card numbers for these stations. I'm like, okay. So I go back out to the site today and have to disassemble the units essentially because they've already been installed and find the SIM card number on the inside of the unit. <laughs> oh my God. So there are two dual port L2 level two stations. Um, so there's like two posts and there's a charger on either side essentially. So I start, I like ask for some install manuals because I'm kind of going in blind here of how to like disassemble these, but I've like... I've worked with this stuff in the past, so I'm not like completely blind and uh, get out to the site and to disassemble them, you need an Allen wrench um, that is like tucked underneath the station in the worst possible spot. Like it's near impossible to get to. Um, And I'm not like a contractor, so I don't have all the tools necessary to do this. (laughs) So, (laughs) so I've got this tiny, like Allen wrench. It's probably from Ikea trying to like, (laughs) trying to to, like loosen the station. And, um, I cannot get it open just because of the way the Allen wrench was. I was essentially going like 45 degrees at a time, like twisting it just because the space was so, so tight, twisting it pulling the Allen wrench back in, trying to like finagle it back in, twisting it again. <laughs> like, can, can we just talk about how like Allen wrenches are like the worst tool ever? Oh, they're awful. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> there's so I, many better like bolts out there than yeah, Allen wrenches. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like anytime I open a package and I'm trying to put something together, I'm like, really? Like another Allen wrench. And on top of it, right. you have like a collection of them now. Like, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've yeah. literally got a box full of them. This, so yeah, yeah, this is living electric, not living contracting. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> electric contracting. Yeah, um, close enough. So finally, I uh, I was kind of about to give up and like go to the hardware store and get some tools, but luckily I brought a screwdriver with me, and I was able to put just a flathead on there 
and it fit into the Allen wrench hole, and it was much easier to like twist than the Allen wrench even was. So I was yeah. basically just using a flathead to like unscrew this thing. Um, but it still wasn't seated in there properly, so I had to twist like three times for it to spin once <laughs> out of the out of the out of the socket. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I probably spend like a half hour just trying to get this first these two little screws out so I could pop the hood off this this. Uh, this l2 charger finally get it done um and i feel bad because there's a guy like not on the line but like he's texting back and forth with me like trying to help me undo it and uh finally get it popped off and in the user manual for this unit there's a picture that says like okay here's the module that has the like communication parts in it like where Mm. the sim card goes where all this extra stuff goes i pull up that picture so i can kind of compare it to what i'm seeing live and that little module is not in there. Like it was never installed or like it got missed or something like that. And so I text the guy and I'm like, Hey, I don't, I'm not seeing this module. And I send him a picture and he's like, I'm not seeing it either. <laughs> so, oh, no. so I'm like, that's super <laughs> no. weird. Um, so we start digging through the menu a little bit more. Apparently these are uh, satellite and gateway setups. So one side is the gateway that actually connects to the network and the other one is oh. a satellite that just connects to the gateway. <laughs> so oh, <no. laughs> after I'd pop the cover off, I have to go to the other side and do the same like now 30 minute process to unscrew it. Cause I don't have the right tools. <laughs> <laughs> so I get out. So he's like, yeah, I think it's on the other side. Like now that I'm reading through this, I'm like, great. So I, I start unscrewing the other side. I was a little bit quicker on this time because I had done it once already. It kind of worked out the kinks of how to uninstall it. Um, pop the cover off. Thank goodness the module's in there that has the SIM card in it. <laughs> I pull it out, send him the picture of the number, and he's like, yeah, this, this is one of our SIM cards. We just never got it activated when it was sent out. Um, so I put it back in, um, and then I leave everything open because I'm like, I don't know what other numbers or things I'll need to pull out of here. So I'm just going to leave it, leave it how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this site has two charging posts. So there's the one uh, post that I already opened both sides of. So I'm like, okay, they probably did a similar install on the other side, right? It's probably <laughs> the SIM card is probably on the same side on the other station. So I go to the other station. I am a little bit even more faster this time to get it popped open. Pop open the same side as the SIM card was on the other side, and it's not on that side. <laughs> oh, no. So, so the one station was installed, and they I don't know why they decided to flip it around and install it backwards on the other one, but it wasn't on that side. So I then spend – I am this this – now the speediest I have been at un- <laughs> that yeah. unscrewing these things. I popped the other side off, and thank goodness that has the SIM card in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was able to like get it all figured out and found the found the SIM card. So both the SIM wow. card numbers are in, and we're hopefully getting those like up and running tomorrow. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then I had to spend another like half hour, or it was probably closer to like fifteen minutes. Um, putting all these screws back in because they were all disassembled at this point, yeah. but eventually oh, got man. them all buttoned back up and turned power back on. So <laughs> it's like, my goodness. Um, yeah. So not going to dox anybody, but yeah. EV, like think about if you're manufacturing EV hardware, like think about serviceability and repairability. Like that's a huge part yes. of yes. EV charging. So, yep. Well, I'm going to say two comments. 
One, it's a good thing you have an electrical engineer background. Because <laughs> if I was going through that, I'd probably have shocked myself somewhere in the process. That's and why two, you, shut, I, you shut power off before you do well, anything. Well, I just need to know. So, like, is it, like, a simple, like, light like a light switch? Or is there, like, a two-handed, no, like... there is, like, a big lever like that. Yeah, this all the power runs back to where they're, like, the main power input for the oh, building was. So there's, like, yeah. an HVAC unit over there and all kinds of other stuff. But... I was able to find what breakers they were connected to. So I flipped all those breakers off and then there was a big mm. disconnect switch I turned off. So power was off, off. <laughs> Did you feel I like touched, you were before I touched anything? <laughs> Did you feel like you were part of like Frankenstein? Like right, yeah. pulling the levers? That's how it and... feels. Yeah. A lot of and power. Then... The other thing I need to know, do you always carry a flathead screwdriver with you? <laughs> or did you just happen to know you needed it? No, I, I, I thankfully like thought ahead and looked at the manual to figure out how it was buttoned, like how it was screwed in there and knew mm-hmm. I needed an Allen wrench. But I'm like, I'm going to bring some other tools because I don't know where this Allen wrench is going to be. So luckily I had some forethought to bring some other tools with me oh, to, to help good. out. <laughs> good. So. good, because I know some people will carry tools around just in case. So right. I clearly need to and not just normal tools like yeah. advanced tools for reaching sockets. <laughs> right. No more Allen wrenches. Right. Wow. Jeez. So. Well, what what an adventure! No wonder why you got a ton of fresh air today. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. We were talking before this, and I'm like coughing, as you can probably hear if we didn't cut any of it out. But I, uh, <laughs> I have pretty bad allergies, so I'm a little like stuffed up now. Even though it's like nice out, and uh, like I should be fine. But yeah, yeah. It's all good. And th- another thing, I was thinking, it's a good thing those thunderstorms that came through yesterday are no longer. You know, it was a more a beautiful day today. So. It yeah. was. It was funny, and I timed it perfectly. When I pulled back into my garage, it immediately started raining. Like when I uh, today got yeah today down in Columbus at least. Oh so. okay, yeah. I was gonna say it was like beautiful and sunny up here in Cleveland. So <laughs> yeah, you definitely timed that perfectly. Right. Yeah, I would have left huh. if it started raining. I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. yeah. <laughs> Leave the <laughs> Allen wrench. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that sounds like quite the adventure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, so. Do, do you have to do more of that, like, more frequently? Or is it just kind of like the example it was today? That was more like probably me just being stubborn and upset with the contractor because they have been just slow to respond on things. And, like, just sometimes you don't get a good contractor. So, whatever. Um, yeah. And I was like, you guys have done all you can. You're not going to be any more help getting this station online. So I'll just go out there and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. um, ideally, we have that SIM card number ahead of time. I don't think we were very clear to them that like, hey, can you grab a picture of this before you install everything? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I just I just said I'll do it myself because it'll be quicker. So. Well, I have one other Allen wrench comment. I was going to say, you mentioned they were slow to respond. It's because they're using Allen wrenches. That's right, yeah. It's just... Spending four hours out there trying to twist a little Allen wrench around. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, I, I feel like if anybody's listening and you have a hate for Allen wrenches like I do, <laughs> like please let us know because they, they frustrate me beyond belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Funny. Well, I'm glad that they'll be online soon. Can you let us know where they're located? Uh, I'm not going to say just for project, uh, privacy, whatever. Yeah. Privacy. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. (laughs) They will be public stations though. I can say that. So cool. If you're in the area, you can probably go find them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. 
Well, I guess I guess I can say uh, on the show that I'm going to be traveling to Arizona soon, uh, labeling charging stations throughout Phoenix and the Grand Canyon. That's but awesome. um, yeah. I that's pretty much the only details I can give right now. <laughs> um, definitely, we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah, because <laughs> I'll you be say driving. Anything about the is it NADA conference? Oh yeah! Oh, the NADA show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think I could talk about that. Okay. Um, if you're cool I, with it, I don't want to like force you into <laughs> talking yeah. about something if you don't want to. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I just was thinking. I'm like, I don't think it's a privacy thing. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, a few weeks ago, I attended the NADA show 2022 with Chargeway. Um, we are an affinity provider with uh, with the NADA, so it was really cool to get a chance to experience all the different vendors that offer some type of like dealership solution. And um, what was really cool is they had like a whole area for EV solutions where like dealers could come in and talk to like experts and kind of get more feedback on like how they could improve their business to sell electric vehicles. Right. Um, so Chargeway had uh, some beacons or our kiosks, which are big touchscreens that have like our software on it. Got to do a ton of different demos. Um, got to watch my my CEO and friend, Matt Teske, uh, do some <laughs> live streams and live presentations. So that was pretty cool. Um, but I think the coolest thing was the fact that they had like almost like a, a rainbow. It was shaped like a rainbow of all brand new EVs in one of the big auditoriums. That's and cool. um, we stumbled on it and it was all new EVs that like are brand new to the market. So like they had the Hummer EV there. Uh, they had the BMW i4, um, the uh, Mercedes EQS. They had the Genesis GV60, which is like the more luxurious version of the Ionic 5 and EV6. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had the uh, ID4 wheel drive. I can't remember if I said that, but um, they, they had some really cool cars there. Um, but the coolest thing is that just how the entire show was focused on electric vehicles and how dealerships can prepare themselves to sell it uh, or to sell these products. So it was, it was really cool to get a chance to meet these people who are passionate about making EVs, you know, easier to own by consumers. Right. So, right. Yeah. Those like demo cars you could sit in or were they just like more behind the They were locked. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like I I think the Hummer EV was a a beta like prototype, um, which that was the second time I've seen it in person. I saw it at the Cleveland auto show and, but having it in like an auditorium was even weirder because it's huge. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you've seen it, right? I have not seen it. No, but even just in the pictures, you can tell how massive it is. Like (laughs) it's ridiculous. It's, it's huge. Um, I mean, that battery pack itself, it, I think it's almost 200 kilowatt uh, kilowatt hours. So, like, yeah. it's a massive pack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it just, it was crazy. I think the car that surprised me most was the Genesis GV60 mm-hmm. because I knew it was coming to the U.S., but I didn't expect to see it at the show. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool to see that in person. That's Get really a chance neat. to see the design. Um, but, yeah, overall, Vegas was fun. I did the Tesla uh, loop that went underground uh, about, like, 12 maybe 14 times i lost track yeah wow yeah because where our hotel was it was literally across the street the first entrance to the tesla loop and they only do it during conferences so like you won't find hours online for like general public um but it's totally free and you walk up under this massive solar canopy and there's all these model y's and you just open it and tell them where you want to go and they'll just take you through the tunnels and wow how many stops are there uh, there's three. 
Okay, so there's one yeah. at the convention center, I assume. Do you know yeah. where the other two are? Uh, there, so where we picked up the stop, uh, it was the south end of the convention center, and then there was the north end. Like, the okay. convention center, if you walked it, it would take 30 minutes to get from one end to the other. Like, it's huge. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The only thing that kind of surprised me about that is that I thought the Teslas were on autopilot. Um, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, I was under the impression they were on autopilot too, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Suppose really apparently the convention center doesn't want them to be at the moment. Um, oh, so yeah, which kind of surprised me. Um, but it, it was really cool to like be you know like in this huge tunnel and like you could there outside of each entrance they had one of the boring uh, machines like um, <laughs> forget what I forget what it's not an aloe wrench it's uh. <laughs> You know, whatever cut through the ground, I forget what they they call that. Drill or something? I can't remember what they call it. But yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's a drill, but I think there's a more technical name for it. Okay. Um, but like massive, and it was like uh, the boring company. Like so, like it was really cool cool. to see that in person. Um, but that was our main transportation for the whole week. So like I got got a chance to use it pretty frequently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are your thoughts on? on like that kind of setup, like the underground car tunnels. <laughs> I, I, th- so th- I, there, there was actually surprisingly a lot of controversy about it yeah. at the, at the show, just I'm because sure. it is, uh, it is inefficient in terms of like funding, you know, like how you, people right. are spending the money. Um, I loved it. I think it's a better, more private and safe way of transportation than say like a subway. Um, oh, but okay. it's definitely not efficient. Like, I right. mean, they only have like four people in a car versus like, you know, 50 people on a train. Right. Um, it, it was, it was cool. And I know that there's, um, talks about expanding it throughout Las Vegas. They're thinking of taking it all the way to the airport, um, which is about three miles from the convention and okay. then, um, having a line that goes all the way to the Vegas strip. So like they're, mm. they're planning on doing like a whole bunch of different tunnel systems. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting you say like a private travel experience, almost like like a more like private Uber or something like that, yeah. where like yes. you can hop in and go. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I I I mean I don't know if it will be free forever. Like if they expand it to that extent. Yeah. Um, but it was it was pretty cool. And like everybody who I talked to, um, they didn't work for Tesla. They worked for the convention center, but okay. they were all the drivers for the the Teslas. So gotcha. like they 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 loved it. Like they I'm were like sure. we get to yeah. blast music all day. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> yeah. boring the boring company is separate from Tesla, right? They're their own entity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um Elon is providing all the vehicles and like um I, I don't think like Tesla sponsors it, but like yeah, there's obviously. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some cross uh what's that even called? Um pollination coordination or something like that um (laughs) between between the companies there yeah 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 i've always been like the more i've kind of thought about it i'm like yeah like the boring company like at least their like uh strategy i guess i don't think is going to make a ton of sense long term but now that you say it's like a pri if it's like a almost like a private subway in a way (laughs) like if you kind of treat it as like a more high-end subway then that could be a solution. But for a city that doesn't have mass transportation like that already, then mm-hmm. it does. I don't think it makes a ton of sense. Like putting in a subway or, or a light rail or something like that makes more sense in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I, I agree. And have, have you been to Vegas before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, it, it's very like it's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Like it's weird, yeah, because yeah. it's like everything's packed into this small little area, and then it's just yeah. desert all the way around it. Yeah. Like you travel five it, miles out of town, and there's nothing. Yeah, so like I think it would make sense for like a small, like a smaller city to have like something like that, but like anything like the size of like New York or San Francisco or like the bigger cities, right? I, I don't think it would work in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like Vegas is like a perfect example for that. I think so. Yeah. We're, especially when there's kind of like hot spots in the city too, like the convention center, the airport, the strip, mm-hmm. like there's kind of different hot spots where people want to go. So, um, and yeah. there's more money there that everybody's throwing around so they could spend a yes. spend hundred dollars <laughs> on a, uh, a private boring company. Uh, right. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, overall it was, it was a great trip. So definitely, definitely. Look, looking forward to talking about the next trip with, you know, on an episode, because I, I think there'll be a lot to chat about. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so speaking, oh, I was going to transition yeah. to the, uh, the EA lounges. Do you think that's a good transition? Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. I, I definitely think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So on the same topic of, uh, transportation, but I guess highway stops for EVs, um, E, uh, Electrify America just announced today, I believe, they had an announcement mm-hmm. to show off their kind of, uh, what are they calling it here? Their concept uh, charging station, like hub or charging hub. Basically the, basically turning a like group of fast chargers into more of like a lounge for people than, than a like gas station or something like that. Yeah. I Which did a terrible job explaining that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can only go up from here. No, right. <laughs> yeah, it can only go up from here. Well, so should we should we restart that section? <laughs> I'll let you do that because okay. I, I, I feel like you've read it more than I have. I, I was like half I, reading the article and trying to explain it. <laughs> I think we should keep and this I, in, actually. <laughs> and I'm over here choking, go. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So while we're on the topic of um, basically changing transportation as we're seeing it happen in real time with, um, you know, things like the Boring Tunnel, the Vegas Loop, um, and, you know, we're seeing it a lot with Tesla superchargers as well as like other companies have announced very similar concepts. Um, Electrify America today announced a new charging lounge concept as well as new hardware. Um, So... You know, to, to start off with the charging lounge, basically it is a area where there is a plethora, I'm going to say plethora, <laughs> of uh, fast charging stations that resemble pretty much what you would see like at a travel center. Um, you know, like similar to like what you would see like either on the turnpike where there's a place to grab some food, to relax, um, stretch your legs, um, you know, just while your car is charging. And what's really cool about this is that it is set up very similar to like what you would experience at a gas station. So it should be a very, very similar experience. Um, But what's so cool about this is that uh, Electrify America is introducing new hardware that only has a CCS connector on it. Mm. Um, So we will no longer be seeing um, dual uh, connectors on their charging stations um i'm not sure if they're going to retrofit the old ones probably not i feel like that'd i doubt be a, it a lot of times <laughs> it's spent, it, a lot of times it's it's ends up spending like way more money to retrofit things than just install new ones so yeah 
Yep. There was that chain the uh, last week. Somebody was saying we should retrofit all V2 superchargers to V3, and I'm like, I don't think you understand how much construction goes into retrofitting electrical gear. Like, yeah, you might as well just put new plugs in. <laughs> right. <at that> point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, if they're still serving a, a purpose, just leave them. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's definitely fine. I think in in conversation to like think of ideas like that, but oh, if they're absolutely. still working, yeah. 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 I mean, what's really cool, and, you know, we'll include some photos in, in the YouTube video version of this, but to, to describe it for people who are listening, it, there's massive solar canopies with uh, a bunch of fast chargers. And it, to me, it actually looks like a fancy restaurant, like the way that things are set up. Um, uh, yeah, and, they did an awesome job with these renders because they look mm-hmm. like it looks like somewhere you want to stop. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, I feel like gas stations sometimes are like, oh, I don't know if I want to actually like stop here, but I have to because I got to fuel up like these yeah. look like <laughs> like a high end lounge you want to go check out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is really cool. And I think my favorite thing about this concept is that there's a sign that as you're driving down the street, you can see how many chargers are available. Right. And t- 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 like from a signage perspective just to have something like that that's going to change things Absolutely. like in our teslas you know we have like the you know seven out of eight stations right. are available on the touchscreen. but like to be driving down a street you see gas prices yeah why can't we have that for chargers so Definitely. i think that's pretty cool um one other thing you know i i want to mention is that they are planning on only putting these in certain locations Right. Um, Santa Barbara, San Francisco, San Diego, uh, Beverly Hills, California, um, as well as uh, New York. So Manhattan and Brooklyn. Um, there you go. But the, hopefully they expand to other cities as well because it would be pretty cool to see that. I I definitely think we're going to need like that's a huge thing that people bring up is like I've literally never seen a charging station. How am I supposed to like go charge my car if I don't even know yeah. where they're at? And I think just something like this brings a lot of visibility to EVs so that people know like, oh, the infrastructure is out there. I can like it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I can I can actually go charge somewhere and I can travel yeah. certain places like just the visibility and kind of the optics of that is huge. I think mm-hmm. that's like almost as big as just putting this in in the first place. I think my favorite thing about this is that I I felt like when Electrify America was first announced, a lot of people just thought, okay, this is created from the Dieselgate scandal. You know, (laughs) this is all it is. But the fact that like Electrify America is becoming uh, one of the largest networks in the entire United States, um, you know, outside of Tesla and they're introducing concepts like this to make it easier to own electric vehicles. It's, I'm I'm very impressed. I mean, right. before we got our Tesla, they they were pretty much the only stations we charged at. Yeah. And ninety eight percent of the time, it was a great experience. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's so funny that they're now gonna like this is gonna be a very profitable profitable and like <laughs> good business for them coming yes. out of the Dieselgate thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway, um, you know, good for them. Times are changing. (laughs) (laughs) I always try to like, I try not to be too negative either. Cause like, clearly there's a lot of like good people working at this company that like had nothing to do with that. So like, they should Mm -hmm. not be, they should not be dinged for, for something that happened with, uh, with Dieselgate. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely props to, to EA for coming out with this. One thing I, I did notice is the you you mentioned the sign. It doesn't say it doesn't look like it has price on there. It looks like it only has number of stations, but maybe I'm missing it. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure out the sign in one of these renderings because it, there's like one and then a five next to it, but then the sign above it says 350. Yeah. So like, I don't know if that if that's supposed to be 150 and it was just like overlooked <laughs> when they were doing Maybe. it, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't see anything about pricing. It probably would be good to have something like that. I know the Electrify America pricing is super complicated too. You probably have a better idea of that than i do but isn't there like multiple tiers depending if you pay a monthly fee or not and like all kinds of extra stuff like it yeah kind of complicated yeah you know believe it or not there's actually only two uh like two payment options like you oh, either okay. well technically three if the vehicle offers like free charging or you know right. like some type of like incentive plan um but there is a rate that if you're not a member and then there is a rate if you are a member and mm. it i believe it's the same across the country okay yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Unlike Tesla, which I know why they do it because certain states are different from each other. But yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if it was a little consistent. <laughs> right, definitely. <laughs> so, um, you're saying pricing is different across, uh, or is the same for all EA stations, no matter where they're at? From my from my understanding and like my experience. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. electric rates vary wildly state to state sometimes so that's interesting yeah i will definitely have to double check on that but i'm positive based on you know my my job and like right the the personal experience but yeah no i I know that it does vary but i can definitely confirm and uh interesting i'll leave i'll pin the comment on youtube if i got it wrong so (laughs) once we figure it out brandon was right or brandon was wrong (laughs) we Um, should we should make that like a future like game in in a living electric you know (laughs) was brandon right or wrong right (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) like the crowd yelling (laughs) right Um, that's funny i did know i did know tesla's like have they constantly are updating their pricing like they're all the all the time i feel like always changing yeah um, i don't have i have a bunch of free supercharging so i haven't looked at (laughs) at charging usage in a while i'm kind of like upset that i'm gonna have to start paying for it um just because i'm so used to it um uh, november of 2023 is when all my miles expire and i've got over 170,000 miles to drive wow (laughs) to to try to use them up which i'm not gonna hit like that's wow realistic (laughs) Yeah, um, well, I say get driving. <laughs> I've been just... trying to. Yeah, the the nice thing is, like, if I drive for work, it's a or YouTube. Honestly, it's a it's a tax write off, and I get the full amount. Yeah. But since I don't pay for charging, like, it's essentially like money back in my pocket most of the time. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's tire wear and other stuff too. But like the yeah. <laughs> the, the flat rate like <laughs> definitely makes more money than loses money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I will say we we tried supercharging twice since we got our car and um we tried a, a, v, a v3 supercharger recently and i was literally plugged in for five minutes and it was like three dollars and i'm like we didn't have to plug in but i'm like this is so expensive yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so those demand charges yeah sorry i just thought i saw a spider fall from the ceiling i was like <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, we haven't had a mishap yet like last time where my like, mic freaked <laughs> right. out and it's... we started flickering. You sent me that clip. I was dying. I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh. I need, like... I need to post that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been meaning to. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. so funny. <laughs> That's definitely one for TikTok. Um, yes. 
We created a Living Electric podcast TikTok, so make sure you follow us there if you're on TikTok. We haven't posted anything, but yeah. <laughs> the best content from EV podcasts is coming coming to our TikTok. So yes. make sure you follow. Yep. Things about Allen wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last piece of news, unless do you have a news article? No, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Um, so story. this is this is exciting. I mean, obviously, the last episode we announced that we returned our Chevy Bolt, and uh, you know, we're still fans of General Motors because we want all electric vehicles to succeed. Right. Um, their second vehicle, based on the Altium battery platform, went into production this week. It is yes. the all-new Cadillac Lyric. Yes, that is very exciting. Yes. And it looks much better than the prototype I saw testing in Michigan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that was the final one? Oh, my gosh. Um, looked like something out of like the 70s Star Wars versus like something from the future. <laughs> right. Um, no, it looks it looks really good. And mm-hmm. definitely props to GM for getting this getting this up and running in Tennessee, yeah. too. Yeah. Built in America. Yep. Built in America. Yep. So the Hummer EV is built in Michigan, and the Lyric is built in Tennessee. Um, GM is doing another Ultium battery factory, I believe, in Tennessee. Um, the one in Ohio is up and running, which is super exciting. Yes. Um, and, I mean, the fact that, like, GM is turning around so quickly and making these vehicles, it's it's really impressive. And, and it, to me, it shows dedication that they're learning from what happened with the Bolt right. and improving. Yeah, I don't think they have a choice really, but no. <laughs> but to turn it around and really like kind of dig in and figure out what's going to work. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they they definitely seem to be bouncing back well from the from the bolt and uh, hoping their new new vehicles do well. I know this this Cadillac will probably be pretty popular based on yeah. based on what I've seen about it. Yeah, they GM confirmed that they are going to be producing two hundred thousand annually of the Lyric. Um, to meet demand because I guess the first debut edition, which is like the first edition of the vehicle, sold out right. in ten minutes. Wow! So um, there's a lot of demand for this car. Interesting. And it's supposed to start at under sixty thousand, which I think is pretty impressive for a, for a you know electric SUV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious how big it is because I've noticed that with a lot of the SUVs, is they'll call them SUVs, but they're more like crossover sized um, or smaller. So. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> it looks like it looked kind of model Y sized when I saw it in person or Mach E oh, sized, okay. so definitely yeah. not like full size SUV. And I don't think we've seen that from anybody really yet. Um, mm-hmm. But except yeah, for looks, Rivian, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is there R one yeah. S shipped at all? I haven't seen. Uh, they've only delivered two of them. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So so it should be interesting once we start seeing those boxy SUVs out there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. It's got an 80 amp onboard charger. Yeah, up to 19.2 can... kW. That's pretty yep. good. Yeah. So that's that's the same. It doesn't have the same battery size as the um, as the uh, Hummer EV, but the Altium battery platform, I believe, regardless of kilowatt hours, can charge at 19.2 uh, max AC charging, um, which is really impressive. Honestly, that's right. almost fast charging. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's around the cutoff generally is is about mm-hmm. twenty kW. So that's uh that's really cool. Yeah, should be nice. About three hundred miles of charge. Uh, you get that really nice thirty three inch uh, curved screen, which is really cool. Yeah, it definitely looks like a like if Cadillac made a 
concept future vehicles. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I think the styling <laughs> is good for what what's worked for for them in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am excited to see that hit the road. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? Any other news stories? Do no. You want me to, do, do you want to talk about one more? Or you want to be done? Oh, I mean, do you have one? Um, just the two I had in my Discord um, that I found this oh, week. Yeah, um, yeah. You said you didn't have any. Um, well, I wanted you to go first. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure how long we would talk about the lyric. So, Such, such a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all, the, all we had about the lyric. Hopefully okay. we can do a video with one soon. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I've been I've been looking for new tires recently for my car, and I cannot find the like Michelin tires I want in stock anywhere. I want the those Cross Climate Twos. Have oh, you seen those before? Yeah, I have seen those. Um, yeah, they're like super highly rated. They seem to be like a solid all around tire, and they're all season in case I don't like want to put winter tires on again. Um, but basically, I've got two sets of rims. I've got the one on my car right now, and I've got some black powder coated rims from that i won from test bros that have been sitting in my garage for like over a year now um (laughs) finally gonna get them on my car soon i've got i hired somebody to come out and ceramic coat them first though so they're gonna stay nice and clean and uh but i'm trying to find tires to put on them like that's the (laughs) that's been my big big thing so i was searching and i didn't realize pirelli made electric specific tires that have like they call it their elect series um oh, never they heard come, of it. i believe they come standard on the lucid air that's like the tires it comes with um oh, cool so they have a performance tire that they released i think like last year and they just released the all-season version of it it's called the pirelli p0 um hmm. so i'm trying to find these tires if i can i don't know if they're i believe they're going to be coming my size but um but they've got like they're they've tested them and designed them to increase range to have like a lower ro- rolling resistance, and they've also added some uh, some better like kind of noise uh, noise dampening so they don't m- make as much noise when they're spinning as well. So oh, really cool. like thought about kind of those two aspects when when the, designing the tire. So yeah, um, it looks looks pretty cool. It's the the uh, P zero. It is the name of the tire and then they've got the performance that they already released like i said and the the all season is what i'm looking to buy so and prices seem good too they weren't like crazy high price they were just uh just kind of normal tires so (laughs) so yeah Yeah, i've never i've never heard of these before yeah yeah that that's one thing i mean you kind of nailed it with that uh, the last comment that you made how like they have more like uh insulation or whatever they they utilize like yeah the noise cancel yeah because you know with like electric vehicles they don't produce like engine sounds and obviously the vibrations you don't get either um so you hear a lot more so like uh, if if you have a bad set of tires you're gonna hear the road the entire time (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that should definitely help yeah, if you if you end up getting those on those rims, let me know because we will come down and I want to experience that because if that makes the ride quieter, right? I'm sure I, Tyler will jump on that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll have to reach out to some tire shops and see if they're even going to carry these or mm. or where I can buy them because anywhere I looked, they weren't in stock anywhere, um, mm, or at least okay. they, they didn't even list them on their website. Like it didn't even show as out of stock. So, um, 
but those are the ones I'm looking for. So Pirelli, if you're listening, send me some tires and we'll, yeah. we'll make a video. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Yes. And support living electric or right. sponsor us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. I have the winter tires on now and they make this like, it actually kind of sounds cool because it adds like a, like you can kind of hear the spinning and it almost sounds like an electric yeah. motor when, when I'm like speeding up. So yeah. that's kind of cool yeah. on the winter tires. So it doesn't really bother me too much, yeah. but <laughs> I can see how it could get annoying. So I remember when we had winter tires on the bolt, if you were like on a nice smooth like patch of road, it sounded like a spaceship. Like right. it was like yeah. a nice hum. Yep. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't yeah. mind it. <laughs> I didn't either. So. Okay. Well, I'm curious about the last news story. Do you want to? I was going to save that one because that's a little bit more in depth. It was talking about oh. our our EVs like actually cheaper than uh, than gas, and mm, like okay, the big thing with a lot of these studies and the things that they show is that uh, they always assume that you're paying like commercial or public charging rates, not home rates, where most of the charging is done. Whereas yeah. Obviously, if you spend more that on the vehicle than you would normally spend to get an EV in the same class, you spend more than usual, like usual electricity yeah. rates out in public charging your car, um, and all of that considered, you're gonna end up paying more. Like that's <laughs> if you yeah. if you define those like if you define it that way, of course you're gonna pay more. Um, yeah. But there's yeah. no equi- there's no equivalent. That's the thing. Like with gas, like there's no home version of gas fueling. So, <laughs> yeah. but the the only thing I could think of is like natural compressed gas, because like I know you can get like fueling stations put in your house. Yeah, but that's not. You want to actually? Like, it's just not not similar enough. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what we should do? Actually, that would be a really cool episode. Um, is we should get our utility bills. And, like, break it down on an episode about, like, how expensive it actually costs for us to charge a car for, like, a oh, month. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. We, uh, my my garage isn't metered, but I could do the, I could still do the calculation to yeah. say, like, oh, it costs this much per kilowatt hour. My car added about this much of charging. Like, here's what it cost me. Do you have, do you have it put in the Tesla app? Like, the charge stats? Yes, but I set my home charging to zero because I don't know oh. anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, this is not no. <laughs> yeah, I the one thing I hate about it is that it, it takes into account supercharger like costs, and you can't filter out home charging because since our charger is not like a smart charger, I was hoping to keep track of what our home charging was. And since we uh, charge to the supercharger, it yeah, it doesn't up show you like thing. oh, home charging was X per, or X yeah. amount. Yep. Um, you could just do the math, I guess, if you do like the total times point whatever for your percentage. You could do I that. Hate math. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine says. Uh, I don't know if I have autofocus. Yeah, there it is. Oh, sweet. Eight dollars. Oh, Eight dollars <laughs> for five hundred thirty-nine kilowatt hours. Right. That's impressive. Which is dirt cheap. How's your um, new phone, by the way? Um, I'm liking it. The uh, biggest annoying thing is the network doesn't seem to be very good. Um, really which is weird because my old phone had no problems, but I also didn't put the SIM card they gave me in here um, because I don't like messing with SIM cards. I just pop my old one in here. So, so the, mor- the moral what? of the entire episode it goes back to SIM card. I realize I did yeah. that. Yeah. We're just so bringing it back around. Just bringing it back around. Yeah. Well, that, hopefully, maybe a software update or a firmware they just, update will they fix They just that. pushed one. I still got to mm. update it. I'm so bad with software updates, too. Yeah. 
<laughs> my my computer is still like it's been pending an update for like two months. <laughs> still wow. updated it. <laughs> Jeez. So. Well, there's new emojis if you download the new oh, uh, Mac OS. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm I'm good with news stories. I I don't have any other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, I got a couple of these articles. I've been dropping them in my Discord. We were talking, Brandon and I were talking about that off air before the podcast, but I'll, I'll link to my Discord in the um, show notes. So if you do want to join my Discord and drop any podcast suggestions in there, if you don't feel like uh, either DMing us or something like that, if that's a little <laughs> easier for you, definitely, definitely feel free to drop them in there. But uh, yeah, any other stories you want to share with us or... Uh, EV related or car related or whatever, send them our way and we'll we'll chat about them. Give our professional opinion. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. We'll talk to you all in the next episode. Take care.